Hi everyone and welcome to episode 6 of the 1-1, a festive season edition of your West Australian Racing Podcast. My name is BJ Ryan, joining me as always is the Perth Racing Guru, Terry Layton. Hello Terry. Hello Beige, how are you? I'm well. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas Terry. Of course as well. And also we have a very special guest joining us today, Daniel Cripps. Cripper, welcome. Good afternoon gents, thanks for having me on. I'm a keen listener of the 1-1, so yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. An honour, mate. Merry Christmas to you as well. Yes, and Merry Christmas. How was your uh, How was your festive period? Yes, not too bad. Got it's good. To, uh, I'm living in Melbourne at the moment, so good to get back to Perth and catch up with family and friends. So did you behave yourself? Uh, yeah, I was actually quite good. Well, so, yeah. yeah. What about you, yeah. Terry? How are you feeling today, mate? Yeah, really good, mate. Yeah, we were feeling a million bucks. Yeah, so I was having a couple of. Uh, we ended up at the Merrywell last night beach because uh, ten hours of beers during the day watching the cricket wasn't enough, and ended up having a couple of froffies with um with uh, the the commentary team from. Uh, from the Big Bash, so I'm pretty sure they were pretty happy to be hearing from me in that stage of proceedings. So anyway, let's move on, uh, Bernard. Let's move on. Excellent. So we've got Cripper joining us today, based in Melbourne, as he said, but he's over in, in, in Perth for, for the holidays. He's a West Australian thoroughbred racing expert, form analyst. Um, he's also the jockey manager for one of WA's most in-form hoops at the moment, Kira Yule. Cripper, do you want to just give the listeners a bit of a bit of a background in your, in uh, how you got involved in racing and just just what your your current current involvement is? Yep. So uh, pretty much from as soon as I left school, the guys I used to hang around with were into racing, and and I was yeah with them. So used to always like a bet, bit of a weekend warrior, and then I guess it was a slow progression from there. Um, I guess every, slippery slope. Slippery slope. <laughs> that's it. Uh, and then everyone always talks about if they have a horse that got them into racing. Well, mine was definitely Machino, which was actually trained by Kira Yule's father, Graham. So my family and her family are, are really good family friends. It's funny, so, isn't it? Because it goes against your pattern. I know. Of, uh, I know. Racing, doesn't it? The old sit and sprinter. For the listeners out there, I'm a massive on speed fan. So pretty much discount anything that's going to settle last. And Machino was a horse that. Would always get right back, but mm. I remember one day it was racing. It, the day it beat Rosie Rocket, it uh, settled last and was on. Was that a, the Peters? No, it wasn't the Peters. Day, yeah. Was yeah, and that, uh, it was pretty much didn't look like it was going to get anywhere near him at the two hundred, and then all of a sudden grew wings, and it was probably my most exciting time. I reckon I've been yeah. on. Who do you think course. is a bigger fan of Machina, you or Darren McCauley? Oh, Darren McCauley. <laughs> <laughs> He used to get a bit excited in the commentary box when he that loved came that down horse, the outside, didn't he? didn't he? He did, yeah. So, yeah. so obviously, there's a family connection with Kira Yule, but at, 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 would you would you cl- classify yourself as a professional punter these days, Kripa? Yeah, so probably from about 2017, I started taking it really seriously, and then uh, about April or May this year, I quit. I was working finance, but not really, didn't really have a passion for it. Uh, punting was always, and racehorsing was always, uh, horse racing was always a... Uh, my number one interest and um, I just yeah sort of took a bit of a leap of faith and and quit my job and yeah I've been doing it full time since since May. How was, how was your first couple yeah, of months as, on the punt? As you know, Terry, uh, yeah, so I think my first month of, of punting full time without a job was July and it was my still my worst month to date ever. Oh, so baptism of fire. Baptism of fire, that's yeah. right. Um, and we've uh, we're slowly recovering ever since. It sounds, uh, it sounds like a Betfair Hub uh, article wait, waiting, waiting to be yes, written. Yes. Yeah, we're, yeah. Uh, you're not alone, mate. You're not alone. <laughs> so all... obviously you've you've, uh, you've 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 lifted since then, and um, and uh, how do you and, and also you you have a is there a subscription business that you're yeah that you're... so more recently I uh, got an opportunity to start a little subscription service. Um, it's called Horse Miller WA. So I send out. 
pretty much send out all my best bets when I want to. If I like something, then I'll pretty much send it out straight away. So it's not like a not on a nine a.m. of race day. I just it's on private Twitter. Um, it's just got a staking plan, and then I do a bit of a preview and keep a record of the units, like sort of like most tipping services. So that's going well. I enjoy that, and um, and then yeah, more uh, before then also started managing Kira um, herself. So when did that start? So that was we probably first started talking about it in April this year. Um, you know, for those that don't know Kira, she's always been super talented. Was the first girl to win a Perth Cup, um, and Western then Jewel. Western Jewel. That's mm-hmm. right. So a horse that you are very fond of. We were just discussing it, yep. And uh, and then for one reason or another, she probably, don't know if she lost her way, but uh, maybe lost a bit of interest and lost that drive. And she was sort of just doing it part-time nearly for the last few years. But she she started riding really good at Kalgoorlie and, and got the drive back. And I've got to give a shout out to my friend, Dane Hollingworth. He started managing Mitch Pateman last year. and Friend and of the podcast, Dane. Eh? He is a yeah, friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Hello, Dane. And... Uh, and he got Mitch from a similar position. Mitch was riding nearly part time and mm. got him to being, I thought, was one of the better jockeys going around WA. So before his fall, he was number two. Yeah, exactly. Number two. Yep. He was a very profitable uh, jockey for the punters yep. as well. Often rode a lot of uh, long priced winners in the country and, and even in the city. So. Very good on a front runner as well. Which, yeah, uh, yeah so, you like right, them, don't you? We, like, we, like so, we like those. So, so, like, so the, the relationship with Kiri, like, can you just give the listeners a bit of insight into what her stats have been like? Because every time I look at the results, she's riding winners, and and now she's she's um, she's back riding the occasional winner in town, but definitely in the provincials. And her strike rate must be sensational at the moment. Like, what what, what sort of numbers are we talking about this yeah, season? Yeah, so, so um, especially the last month and a half, she's absolutely flying. So in November, she rode nineteen winners, which was the fourth most Australia wide out of all jockeys. Mm. Um, and that was Pikey. Uh, Pikey was number one. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah, he still got it. So she wasn't number. <laughs> she wasn't even number one in WA, but yeah, he, he got her. But and that was um, she capped that off by winning in town on Winterbottom Day uh, on We've Got Dreams. Um, so that was a good result for her. And then even this month, she's kept that going. And uh, I think she had an article earlier in the week that she was actually this season's leading provincial jockey. But I've got a feeling after Pikey's treble yesterday, he might be one ahead uh, of her. So, but yeah, she at the moment she's neck and neck with with Pikey in the provincial circuit. I did I did uh, see her out muscle the pontiff at uh, at Bunbury. When was that last yes, Sunday? Yes, as well, yeah, yeah. Tactically out and, muscle um, as well, yeah. Very rarely you see Ponto, who's renowned for his strength and, and drive in a finish, get get uh, outpointed. But yeah, Kiri Yule sat outside him on Western Chant yep. and, uh, and, and got the bob in. So you can just tell that she's riding with supreme confidence and self-belief at the moment, um, which is obviously two of the major ingredients um, outside of talent, you know, for, for, for jockeys. So um, and I think having, having that that um that belief back and she, obviously she's got the the gift and she's a natural horse horsewoman as, as well um and also the fact that the, we've had jockeys get injured we've had jockeys you know get suspended we've had them you know joey as a party went to singapore there's there's always little openings within the ranks as well so um 100%. and she sees their opportunity at the moment for sure Hope she can get a few more city winners in the next few weeks eh? trainers yeah. give cripper a call or follow him on twitter cripper 92 get involved <laughs> in the uh, subscription service Perth's number one sniper, I call you the number one sniper in Perth. Around that three, four, five dollar mark, I don't think there's a better uh, yeah. tipster out there. So uh, yeah, get involved if you want to. Yeah, and, and yeah, running. welcome again, Cripper, to the uh, podcast. All right, let's get on with the beach. How are we going with our hour here? Uh, we're really struggling early, aren't we? We're un- under the pump. Yeah, here we are. Sorry, guys. 
um, but we'll get there. So just quickly recapping, uh, last Saturday was Cox Stakes uh, slash the TED Day at Ascot. A um, few good results from a listener's point of view. Terry was very keen on Snow Chino and uh, got got uh, led all the way in the Starstruck Classic. Labor Rod saluted and um, big, big strong horse he is and he's um, no longer WA's best maiden. So we had Winifer win last month who was had that mm-hmm. tag and now Labor Rod. So they've that uh, that title is, is empty at the moment. And um, The Italian job actually, Beige. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Italian job. We'll get to that later. And of course, um, Regal Power made a mess of them in in the cock stakes in a you know pretty light on six horse field sat one one two bucks is a gift wasn't it yeah which you which started a dollar sixty or something but i mean it was two dollars for 48 hours the 72 hours well, actually so. i i thought gadding could definitely uh definitely challenge but when regal power got his back with the way the track was playing we probably needed cover on the day i thought Probably got to say that Jamie made a little bit of an error when early on she's found the rail, Spiritual Warriors crossed and um, led the race. She should have stayed there, would have left Pikey out without cover, um, but she's popped off, sat outside of Spiritual Warrior, which has given Pike the 1-1, uh, the mm. and uh, yeah, the race was over, so I reckon... And it was, um, a, it was a walk too. It was, it was, it was, it was yeah. basically a track gallop for Regal Power. 100%. Like, so. It wins either way, but it's, um, yeah, Gatting probably goes a little bit closer if she stays on Spiritual Warriors back for, for a bit yeah. Of time, so. yeah, and obviously he... Um, big discussion during the week about what weight Regal Power would get in the Perth Cup. He was allocated 59.5, which drew uh, plenty of discussion and um, uh, on online, on Twitter, uh, about whether he was pitched in or too, uh, too light or, or whatever. My take on it is I thought 59.5 was a perfect weight um, for a four-year-old uh, in, in the Perth Cup. He, um, uh, However, Bob... Peters didn't agree, and he's scratched Regal Power, which... Um, Understandable when you've got the only other two chances in the race, I think. That's right. And also, what if Regal Power had, had got 59, would he have started anyway? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly right. Probably oh, not. Probably, probably not. not. So, so what this has done, though, the nomination and the weighting of Regal Power has meant that um, his two key chances, Star Exhibit and now Missis- Mississippi Delta, get in a kilo lighter than they would have mm, um, under if, if Regal Power had not have been nominated. So that's that's up for debate as well. Terry, you spoke to me during the week about how you were going to attack the futures Perth Cup market. You had a strategy in play. I did. How did that unfold for you? Yeah, when it, well, it unfolded well at this stage. I'll let you know after the race page. But uh, when uh, CJP was booked to Prince Turbo, because I think he would have been riding Mississippi Delta, I, and when uh, Bob started talking about um, delicacy and referring to sort of how he sort of regretted uh, running her with that weight. You could, I could just tell he was going to scratch. Like he was, it was, it was just a, a near certainty. So I just thought at the four twenty or four bucks Mississippi Delta and it's about six fifty. I think that apparently some companies had up seven fifty and nine bucks. I didn't even know, so I've missed that. But uh, yeah, I thought you could just double play those. I still think you can back Star Exhibit at five bucks each way. I know it's an all in bet, it's, but it's a very durable horse and it should be running top two. Like those top two have just got panels on the rest of them. Less Taxiano's tougher than we all. We know he's tough, but geez, you're gonna have to go to another level to to beat those two but uh, yeah I, I think you can confidently bet around those two but the Mississippi Delta price has gone now unfortunately okay. um, alrighty so before we go any further it's time to uh, give a shout out to our uh, sponsors the Mundaring Hotel and Market City Meet so Mundaring Hotel go and visit Ian O'Connor um, Jacoby Street Mundaring Heart of the Hills since 1899 go see Butchie the publican for a feed flutter and a frothy um, went up to the Bundaring last Friday night and uh, had, a, had a lovely dinner so that was that was good to, to to head for the hills and get a nice feed up there so the Mundaring Hotel of course sponsor our 
WA Racing Mastermind Competition. Congrats to last week's winner, Matt Sheridan. And thanks to all the entrants, we had five correct responses. Uh, so, you know, we had nine the previous week and we had five this week. So maybe, Terry, your surprise fourth question yeah, last week might have, might have taken a few out. And uh, we'll read out this week's quiz questions before we preview race five. Um, and also, Market City Meets, uh, Timmy Hewitt, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth. They're located at the Canningvale Markets on Bannister Road. Market City Meets sponsor the very popular Get Out Steaks competition. Um, we saw a recent winner, Sean Nichols. He uh, he cooked up his steaks and gave us a shout out on Twitter during the week. Thanks for that, Sean. And congrats also to last week's winner, Jason Wilson, who selected British British Bessie to win and closest to the official winning margin. Funny story about the Get Out Steaks. Good friend of mine, Timmy Morton, uh, very new to Twitter. He um, he lodged an entry for the Get Out Steaks, but he forgot to at the one one point. Oh, no. uh, and he selected British Bessie by zero point two lengths. So he would have won, but it didn't come through on our notifications. And further to that, I decided to do a search on all British Bessie posts on Twitter and um, he actually spelt British Bessie wrong. Oh, so yeah, if he had spelled it correctly, I would have found it. So sorry Timmy. <laughs> Uh, you missed out this week, mate. But um, anyone who wants to enter the uh, this week's Get Out Stakes, make sure you at the One One Pod on Twitter. Competitive and, racer last this week too, yeah, mate. It's a good one. Be a good one. Four dollars the field. So yeah, good one. And uh, don't forget to include your official winning margin in decimal format, please, Terry. Yes, of course. Also, Beach, before we forget, uh, before we move on to the uh, the card, uh, just a reminder: the Perth Pub Tour. It's now on the website. If you go to perthpubtour.com, the uh, One One Podcast Pub Crawl, basically an excuse to all get together and drink too much and try and tip some winners for the following day's card is on the 10th of January um, if you go to the website and follow the private event bookings page you'll uh, you'll see it there 30 bucks for three drinks three not free three <laughs> drinks and uh, and some food so it's all covered and uh, get along we're hoping to get 30 40 50 60 people we'll uh, we'll see how our numbers all end up but uh, yes get might, yourself along and might be a few giveaways too perhaps. yeah oh, there is sorry yes it's being sponsored by Betfair um, and they're, they're giving away about a thousand bucks worth of merch on the night as well so sorry I forgot about that so yeah thank you very much to the uh, to the boys at Betfair and uh, yeah get yourself along and join us for a uh, for a beer yeah we'll put a link to the uh, yes. to the Perth pub tour on our Twitter feed later this afternoon so it's just about ready to start yes. our preview eh? let's get into it and after the preview stay tuned for our horses to follow trialers whatever happened to segments and perhaps even some bubbly mail but that's uh, we'll, we'll work through that later on so it's time to start Yes, let's get into it. Yeah, we'll work through the bummy mail. In other words, I'll try and do the form now as we go along when you guys, when you blokes are talking. Okay, so we move on. The carnival, well, the carnival continues Saturday, the 28th of December. The feature race on the day is ATA Stakes, uh, listed 2,200 metres, but there's also um, seven other races on the program. We'll try and find some winners. The rail is out nine meters there's some a light westerly southwesterlies predicted on the day westerly winds will be mm-hmm. forecast so Cripper, how do you what you read on the pattern at this stage yeah i think doing form uh went in expecting an even track but uh it wouldn't surprise me at all if they're running on really well with that southwesterly when it comes in so i think horses that race without cover um definitely won't be advantage like we do see sometimes ask up yep so last saturday what was the sort of the wind pattern on that? Because I noticed that Breeze horses went horrible. So anything that sat outside leader last Saturday was first horse beat. So was was that a, a wind factor? Is it with that? Yeah, I think that was a wind factor. Uh, same again. The Sal Wesley was in quite early and um, was quite strong. 
I think not only the Breeze horses didn't go that good, but I think Snow Chino was the only leader to win all day yeah, as well. No, Dance music went close, but over the thousand probably doesn't have as much of an impact because they pretty much get to that bend straight away. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I expect that we'll be seeing um, a lot of the same as last Saturday this week. Terry, your, your On thoughts? On that note, I actually thought we got the don't fuss tip wrong. I started thinking about it a bit more. Proceed. Unfortunately, I was already invested by mm. that stage, Beach. But uh, yeah, on the quick backup, and then uh, from the trial on the Monday, I think we uh, I think we went. Uh, I think we've got to start too early there with don't fuss. So uh, we apologise for that. I think we'll uh, we'll look to eradicate those type of errors from the game. But no, I thought uh, <laughs> I thought uh, yeah, basically exactly what Cooper said. Um, you definitely needed cover on the day, and um, you got to probably look at that meet from Black perspective and look at the leaders that did fight on or run good races like the run of prevailing wins was probably one of the better runs of the day because yeah. of that factor so Mr. Kit too. yeah exactly right so horses that did go forward even if they were beaten like a couple of lengths maybe those runs are more meritorious than they look on paper so from a going forward perspective i'd uh, not put uh, thick lines through a lot of the leaders that didn't get the job done on the good, day good stuff all right let's get let's launch guys so right. race one is the tab touch Better your bet plate. 1,400 metres for the three-year-olds. Terry, would you like to kick us off? Yeah, well, what, well, what price did you boys mark Santa Rihanna here? Yeah, I had it about $1.60. Yeah. Beach? $2. Oh, you're very boring with your pricing. How is it even... How is this horse... Don't forget, I was going to tip this in a group one if it got a start. Now it's up against a couple of maiden winners. Like, this is a genuine $1.40, $1.50 pop, isn't it? Jockey for me. Yeah, it was jockey for me too. That was the concern. My second question to you guys was why is The Apprentice claiming three on a race where it's basically a near certainty? Um, all it's doing is putting some, uh, or just adding a variable that I don't think they needed to add. Would you think it would be shorter with As a Party on? 100%. Mm, 100%. I can't understand why As a Party's not on. So if it was, I'm going to stay out, despite the fact I've, I've marked it about a dollar fifty odd. I'm going to stay out, and I was just talking about it to Crip before because it just. Just a bit of nerve. I mean, I was happy diving in at the shorts with a horse like Regal Power, and you go, you're happy diving in on the shorts with, with Chris, Chris Graham, and it's a, it's a weird sort of claim. And they have wanted to run Santa Briana the last couple of weeks, but um, the fields weren't uh, – the races got scrapped, I think. So, yeah, last um, Sunday. Last Sunday, yep. yeah. Yep. Anyway, Bitch, I'm going to um, look around Santa Briana, despite just carrying on about that, because there are some concerns with the jock, and um, I'm actually looking at uh, William Pike's mount here. It's a rarity you see uh, Pikey, one of Pikey's runners, go up at a price. But I didn't think um, I didn't think he had a great deal of luck at his last two. Um, special bow? Special bow, yeah, special bow. So he's definitely no superstar. But um, these uh, these Peters horses, especially when Pike goes on, Hawley rode him last star, didn't, didn't see much daylight, held up most of the straight, probably didn't smash the line when he did get out. But I'm more looking at a top two finish at around the six, seven bucks here. I mean, you're talking a horse like the Republican um, for a small yard from a wide gate is a third of the price, or the same price to win as... Um, I think that's as scratched now. Scratch now yeah. Oh, there you go. So we can forget it. We can forget <laughs> about boxing that boxing strikes again. Yeah, no, there we go. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you're talking... Um, yeah, Money Matters is, is, is five bucks. Downforce is probably... Um, the price it should be, but uh, yeah, I want to have something small and Pike just sitting right behind him and um, and out riding him probably into second. Um, but I think you're getting five six bucks to run second beach, so that's where I'm probably happy to play here. Uh, you guys got any? Strong yeah, opinions? I'm same as you. I priced it about a dollar sixty. Um, the, yeah, the kid on is definitely an interesting choice. But in saying that, he's actually riding quite he well is, at the moment. Is, yeah. Probably the. The bigger query I had, uh, Santa Brianna definitely uh, produced a career best last start, but it was in a really strong tempoed affair. Yep. I, mm -hmm. I don't know where the speed's going to come from here. Uh, 
In my mat, I had... Could have been, just could have been, um, sit deep, could go forward. It's one of those runs where, yeah, I think they'll tell the kid just get around safely. Who are you yeah. leading, Cripple? I had three E's leading. Me too, Ben Kazan. And Jar outside, yeah. So, and it's not so much, I think it'll, Santa Briana will still get the right run, but it's just, I'm not sure, maybe it's a horse that just really likes to go fast and roll and go through its gears. And yep. if they really go slow and it's a sprint from the 400, then maybe it could get left flat-footed. Mm-hmm. But not that I don't think it will. But even though I've marked $1.60 and it sounds stupid that I'm not taking two bucks, but I'm just going to stay right out. And yeah. I definitely won't be betting around, around her. Yeah, no, I, I completely understand that. Where are you at, Beige? I've got Santa Brianna on top. I've got I've got question marks over tempo. And and Joey has a party really – it was a different – it was a fast run race, so that but Joey has a party. Really had to get up her to to get her going. It's first first look at her. Um, she's a really good filly, like one of our best. So it should win, all things being equal. Slight query for me. I there was a heap of money for three E's midweek the other day. It was massive. He uh, walked him, didn't he? Did a bit of work. Yeah. Um, in, you know, breezed. Blinkers on. Uh, down in way. I reckon it can find the front and run it. Run a cheeky race. So. Um, I, yeah, if 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 if, if Santa, Santa Brown is going to get beat, it's going to be caught up in traffic and something's going to go wrong, something like that. So maybe the leader, three E's, might be able to pinch it. All right, I don't mind it. So we all think Santa Brown should win the race. The two bucks is probably a good price, but none of us want to take the two bucks with the kid on. In exactly. summary, I think that's probably it. But uh, no, I'm very happy, actually. I'm genuinely very happy being on Special Bowl each way at 20 to 1. Cool. It's not often you're going to see 20 to 1 about William Pike in a six-horse field. So. Exactly. In the Cerise and White. In the Cerise and White, exactly. We're on the right colours. Race two is the Amelia Park. Plate, 1,100 metres and Cripper. You're pretty keen to get stuck into this one, mate. I want to yeah. hear your map here, Cripper, actually. I'm yeah. very interested. I'll kick this off and uh, make it no surprise. This is my best of the day. So uh, there's an abundance of speed. You're going to have Mogul Magic, Snippy Miss, Amelia Bedelia and Holy Ghosts going forward. Enervanera probably will want to go forward as well. Um, I think maybe Snippy Miss Pike might take a sit, yeah. but... I really think this speed map sets it up for the class runner in prim and proper. Uh, has form around the best two-year-olds from last season. Uh, she, uh, dig deep. Dig deep, yeah. Mm. She's, a, she's a listed winner and she was a nose-off being a group winner. Um, 280 days is a long spell, but she's been tuned up with two really impressive trials, one being 400, but then they stepped her out to the 1,000, and I, I really like both trials. Um, she's thrown in at the weights in the set weights and penalties event. I had her marked 240 before Gustine came out, who I had about an $8 chance, so I've sort of got a low twos. Um, I think they went up 290. That was snapped up, but it's actually came back out to 280. So that's, that's, that's yeah. more than enough for me. Happy to get involved. Yeah, yeah, I, I can understand that. I've got a blanket rule, and it's probably we were just discussing it before. Actually, I've got a blanket rule where I like to take on returning two-year-olds. Um, this is probably a slightly different situation because a um, she, yeah, she's had yeah, two yeah. Uh, preps, so she's shown that she can have a spell and come back and be the same horse. And as Gripper mentioned, her two trials were really, really, um, really good and pretty soft as well. So, but I'm going to stick to my. Uh, my usual rule of taking on two-year-olds. It's just uh, it's a rule that served me well over the journey. Yeah, trust and, uh, the system. Exactly right, mate. You've got to trust the system. I don't have too many rules or uh, in my life, to be honest, and that's probably that's basically the only one I have. But I'm very keen on um, a horse you probably are keen to lay in Snippy Miss. So I went fighting at the old fine-tooth comb through uh, Snippy Miss's uh, career to date. Uh, she's had six career starts. She's led or breezed three times and taken a sit three times. 
The three times she led or breezed, she was okay. Just, just okay. The three times she took a sit, she was huge. She was really, really good. I think this is a different horse. With cover. Um, with cover. Yeah, yeah, I really do think it's a different horse with cover. Has good speed. There's so much speed, as Cripper touched on. Um, I've even got... Um, Magic Mike's horse. I reckon that could be the quickest of the lot. If you watch its trials, it's a real zippy horse early. So I reckon it's another one that's going to be a pest up there. Fame City. Yeah, Fame yeah. City. Sorry, yep. Magic Mike's Antiches. Fame City. Perfectly uh, aptly named for the Mike's Antiches too, <laughs> isn't it? Um, but yeah, I think Pike will sit just behind him. I don't think Snippy Miss is a star, but um, yeah, I'm pretty keen to get involved in Snippy Miss. Um, fully aware that if Prim and Proper has come back and is in its two-year-old form and replicates that here, it will be very, very difficult to beat. So um, Snippy Miss with a, a medium level of confidence, knowing that uh, it could be running into a sharp one. Beach? Yeah, uh, I agree with both of you, actually. Prim and, oh. Proper, Prim and Proper should win. I think Snippy Miss is the biggest danger. Uh, the Prim and Proper class, uh, just pure ability, um, should, get, uh, should have these covered. But third up... Pike, Durant, Snippy Miss with some cover is going to make things very interesting on the line. That's my prediction. So, yeah, this is a good good little race for the for the three-year-olds to early in the card. Um, Cripper's best bet is uh, prim and proper. Going out early. Yeah, you're going out early. Like yeah. Abid, did you have a tip or were you just sitting on the fence, mate? Uh, I tipped, sorry, in my preview, the leg up, prim and proper on top. You've got prim and proper yep. on top. You're going with Cripper over me. Yeah. just come and sit down with us and we've been doing this for weeks. <laughs> fickle. Uh, yeah, Very right, fickle. Yeah, you are fickle, aren't you? The flavour yeah. of the month. <laughs> race, <sighs> race three, the Craig Hosey birthday handicap. Happy oh. birthday, Craig. What's happening here, Beach? Why is Pikey on uh, Midnight Sky? Talk me through it. Well, we spoke. This was a discussion on Twitter during the week, mm-hmm. where uh, William Pike obviously not is the um, main man for not to be missed. Who most people agree is a, a star in the making. I suppose he's a yep. definite group enlisted horse in the making. Adam Duran, he's I think he's ridden him for horses won six races. He's ridden there him to win five times. He's on the quick backup on Saturday, and all of a sudden, Clint Johnston Porter is on board, mm. and William Pike is paired up with the stable mate wearing the cerise and white Peter's Colours Midnight Sky. So, the discussion on Twitter was whether not to be missed was a certain starter or not. Well, why? And if it is a certain starter, then why isn't uh, why isn't Pike riding him? People say obviously he's got the the booking for Bob, but I look at last week, Perfect Jewel and uh, Electric Light. And um, Pikey wrote Electric Light. I, I think... Both the rant train runners too. But exactly yeah. right. I think that um, the gap between those two is smaller than the gap between these two, if mm. that makes sense. So I, I find that very, uh, very odd. As I said, maybe Bob was a little bit uh, grumpy during the week and said, no, William, you're, you're riding this. Or maybe maybe Not To Be Missed was going to come out and Pike took the ride on Midnight Sky and then there was a, there was a change, late change. Anyway, keep an eye on scratchings tomorrow morning because I suspect Not To Be Missed might come out and if it does that changes things yep. but if it doesn't then he's um this is yeah this is a really good ride for clint johnston porter he's um he's a pretty bloody good horse really from gate one he's got 59 kilos on the quick backup he 255 is the best on offer at the moment my take on on this particular race is that not to be missed from one is going to land midfield um if the gaps Come his way, I think he'll out-sprint them regardless. The big if is if he's going to get the galloping room he requires from three or four back the fence. Um, I think he'll win. If he doesn't win, it could it's either going to be one of Midnight Sky or Son of Bacchus, who, who look next best for me. Cripper, you got any thoughts on race three? What have you come up with, mate? Yeah, so I had not to be missed on top. 
but definitely didn't have it two dollars fifty. I sort of had it in more of the mid threes range. In saying that, never expected it to open up that long. Yeah, uh, sorry, I was three dollars by the way. Not three dollars. Yeah. Yes, uh, the one that I thought was the value was Santa Bacchus, but I was on it last start and thought, oh, I thought I was, yeah. I was in the queue <laughs> on was, uh, when they turned. Um, so I've just got a slight query now if it does want to stick its neck out. Is, yeah. I don't uh, know, I reckon it was a bit stiff the other day. Like it, really? It, it, the winners- Was it the weight later? No, the winners got the run with momentum through along the fence. Mm-hmm. And he sort of, he sort of just got shoved out a little bit wider than he needed to be and copped a bump on straightening as well. Yeah, and, she and didn't. It just, it just, Cost like cost him just some momentum. He's got beaten. What a nose, yeah. yeah. Especially, uh, I think Chloe was on one of Miller's, and yeah. and she probably got to the breeze without enough room, and and um, he had to steady at the thousand, and then yeah. they Sophie had a, song, Sophie song, yeah. and then they had a little bump on straightening, whereas Pike was uninterrupted. Pike was yeah. didn't go around a horse and got it in a photo, but that sounds familiar, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> that's my head but I just thought on the turn, like it was still had so much to give and. It just almost like when it hit the front, even at the 50, I thought it was still going to win and it just didn't really want to get there. So I saw it went up 13s. I missed that. Um, would have been nice to get $3 plus a place, but I think it's about eight fifty nine bucks at the moment. Definitely not the worst each way bet, but mm-hmm. while I have it marked shorter, uh, I won't be getting too heavily involved. Yeah, yeah, I can see where you're coming from with Son of Arcus. It's a pretty reliable horse, isn't it? I mean, from a speed map point of view, there isn't much happening here. Um, whether they roll forward, um, inflation, Dicoletto. Lord help me, run improves with a, a little card up behind him. But I mean, I, I do, Beja, obviously a, a big uh, friend of the stable. I thought, Lord help me, run. You probably just with the bar shoes and the weird campaign. You, it's a pretty valuable commodity. You just probably give it a spell here, I would have thought. I, I don't know, obviously. I just, I think they're maybe stretching it a little bit. In saying that, he trained half the card at Albany yesterday, so he might be getting his team just firing at the right time. But um, I'm actually going to purely uh, suggest a bet because of the jockey, and I'm, I'm gonna, again going to go with Pikey and the Cerise and White. It's a, mm. it's a rarity we get to see the right price for the Cerise and White, but um, seven bucks each way for a horse that should probably settle about sixth, eighth, doesn't begin all that well. Um, yeah, each way, Midnight Sky, it's no superstar. It's not a, um, a super genuine, genuine horse, but Arctic Stream made that form look good. Yeah, I was disappointed after it got run over by Arctic Stream no. last start, yeah. but then Arctic Stream's come out and won again, and it's bloody short in the ATA stakes later in yeah, the day. Yeah, so yeah. Maybe, the, maybe the run was better than, better than I thought. Gave it credit for. So. Yeah, and if not to be missed, does run. I'd, I'd be wary. I've marked it about. I think I had it close to three to one. But mm. um, it's a horse with a few tricks. It's a gr- really good horse. But from barrier one, Clint um, CJP could be three four back the fence. Takes a little bit of time to muster. It can get off the bit a little bit in its runs. It can be a difficult horse to ride. So um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd suspect it'll drift from that price if running. Um, definitely say, definitely not saying it can't win, but uh, I think the value's elsewhere. And um, yeah, I'd be with Midnight Sky each way at seven, even probably get out to eight, nine to one with the likes of um, Superior Smile, Smile Megazone. Uh, there'll be money for Malia, Malia McNaught. Malian McNaught. Don't even have to do the form, mate. Malian McNaught. What do you think about Rebel Knight? I'll give a little shout out to Kira here, yeah. but she's got the ride. Mate, I reckon Kira, Kira's on a... Uh, Kira or Kira? Kira. Kira. I reckon Kira's on a hiding to nothing here. Month between runs up to a mile. Yeah, 1,100 to a mile with 28 days between runs. It's, yeah. Was it lame a week ago? Um, two sure, weeks ago two weeks yeah. ago it was lame yeah I don't know I, I think uh, I think it could uh, it might need the run but uh, look if I'm getting beaten here Crip I hope it's, uh, <laughs> I hope it's Rebel Knight it's coming it. over the top of me mate so uh, Midnight Sky each way for me here good yep. interesting runner though um, 
before we move on to the next race. Rivalry galore. It looked like a really, really good staying prospect during the winter at Belmont. Won the Belmont Classic where it beat Mystery Miss, who was odds on, I think, that day in Mm -hmm. in a photo. Dollar forty. Dollar thirty, I think it was that day. It's shorter than that. Yeah, it's trial the other day was Pretty ordinary rivalry galore, but it ran backwards. It'll go back and run on, but just just keep an eye on this horse. He's, he's maybe he, in a couple of runs. Yeah, so yeah. it didn't look like the trial that you'd think he'd be winning <laughs> fresh over the mile no, first up. It's funny though, because Popey's been trialing a lot of them recently, and they haven't been going all that well fresh. But they've been big, they're getting beaten fifteen twenty. Uh, yep. El Vista is in today, uh, or not today? Yesterday was yesterday in, was in. Yeah. Sorry. Um, there's one or two others, and they've been being beaten long distances in trials, so I don't know. Maybe there's some games being played. Who knows? We'll find out. All righty. Race four is the Western Race Picks Handicap. Oh, excited about this one, Deej. It's the 78 plus 1200, and after a shock scratching last week, we get to see this will test you. Just want to uh, make a point here. I think there's a fair bit of commotion. Why is Adam chucking it in a 78 plus? And I'm probably the biggest advocate for letting a horse go through the grades. But I think it's fair to say this mare isn't super sound. Um, This mare is pretty headstrong and she's got a few tricks. And this mare is also very, very talented. Um, They don't really give two craps about winning a couple of $60,000, $70,000 Saturday races, but they want to get her ratings up so they can compete in the big races. So the idea here is they want to get penalised. They want to win this, um, win this well, and she will probably go up 16 rating points, my maths tell me. Yeah, she'll be at 80, 82, 83. Yeah, 82, 83. Especially with, so. sounds like her issues have been well documented. They might just making hay while the sun shines exactly as well. Right. She might have a 10-start career. Like She only might have a 10, 12-start career. And also, so. they might have a race picked out in the new year, yep. but they need to give her one more run now before she goes out for, for a bit of a what's break. That, uh, what's that mountain called? Everest? The Everest. Yeah, what is she coming to talking Everest? It's too early to go to the, uh, oh, the no, Everest crow. Adam got a bit upset on radio the other day with all the people spruiking how good she was. So, But um, oh, I think there was some, upset, some, some, some comparisons to a kind of unbeaten sprinting mare from... Um, Black Sea. Yeah, uh, so yeah. I don't think he, he, yeah, he yeah. took that very kindly. But, mate, we don't really get have a lot to get too excited about over here in the West, but no. this is a very... <laughs> Very, very good horse. You just about fell out of your chair then, didn't you? Getting yeah. excited, Beach. I, uh, yeah, so looking forward to seeing this will test you. She, obviously, she's running up against some horses who are no slouches, that's for sure. Mm. But um, What are we thinking map-wise here? Have you got her finding the top group? Straight or? to the front. You reckon? Yep. Wrinkley's quick early. I'm really no, looking forward to the so. first 100 metres. Yeah. Um, Wrinkley, Caracapo probably takes a sit. And even yeah, dance, dance music, music led yeah. over 1,000 last start, so... I reckon they Hopefully. want to lead on dance. I reckon they'll really, really want to lead. That was her best performance this campaign on a day where leaders weren't suited. And um, she's on the week back up, so she's fit. I reckon they'll really want to lead here. They won't lead this horse. No chance. You reckon she just crosses them all? Yeah, be like, be like, be like hey, Doc. Just, he'll just plot a, plot a path straight to the front, and they just won't even... So she's more like, hey, Doc, than a black caviar? Well, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably a better comparison at this right, stage. I like it. But I, I marked her $1.50. What did you have? Yeah, $1.50. And in all seriousness, uh, on the data, what she did last start is would not look out of place in this year's winter bottom. Yeah. And she did under a handbrake. Mm. Yeah. So I'll definitely... Uh, I'm not taking her on. Marked her $1.50. If, if she gets out the two bucks late, do you bet? Yes. Yeah. You do. Even, and <laughs> even though the South Westerly will be in and yeah. she's going to have everything against her, the speeds on her inside, yeah, it's probably going to be suiting those coming from off the pace. But I think 
she would be one of the better even money chances you'll see this year. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think I'll uh, I think I'll probably uh, follow you in there if she gets out to the. What price you have it, Terry? Dollar sixty three. Don't ask me how I've come up with that, but I, I get my marks <laughs> to exactly a hundred percent. I've marked her dollar sixty three, but uh, I don't really want to bet around her here, and mm. I can't find anything to to suggest with a huge amount of confidence. I think if you're looking for a place bet, bet at value, mm. it would be uh, Chicks Pick um, yep. for the informed Joey has a party. I think and Harrison's uh, Harrison's going good. Dave. Yes, yep. yes, with Machine I Miss winning yesterday with Christy Bennett on. Leading. How do you feel about that, Cripper, by the way? Yeah, I wish I knew that I was going to lead before the race. <laughs> yeah. I would have uh, been on it heavily. But yeah, when I did my form, didn't bet in the race, but I uh, thought Machine O'Miss, she'll go, she'll go back. Uh, Pinjara's sort of been playing yes. quiet leaders all season. Um, Christy Bennett on a sit sprinter, so I was probably happy to take her on. And then she got to the front, and I thought, oh, mm. Pocky might have a tough time mm. running her down here. Yeah? I reckon the Tawny Peak followers would be a little bit dirty there. Yeah. The threes to a dollar eighty or whatever, yeah. uh, whatever it was. So, um, but for me, you can't uh, you can't tip against this or test you. Um, she's super. She's probably the most exciting thing in WA racing wise at the moment. Yeah. Um, we we want to see her win. We want to see her go places. We want to see her stay sound. Um, and I will purely be backing her if we get, uh, I'm even going to say $1.90 plus, eh? Hey? How about that? If we get to $1.90, odds on look on? Yeah, nah. Yeah, odds not, on not look on. No? $1.90. Two bucks? Nah, $1.90 will do it. $1.90 will yeah. do it? All right, we get to $1.90 and we'll, uh, we'll be on this little test. Well, I don't, uh, don't expect to see that, but. Yeah, no, no, ne- no neither, neither do I. Neither yeah. do I. The good thing is uh, maybe it's uh, the last leg of the early quaddy. Maybe we can look at something of that nature. I'm not sure. Can you tip against her, Beach? No chance. Um, this, yeah, I, I just want to see her get to the races in one piece on Saturday, and just go out and just show us what she can really do. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with this will test her in 2020. And how, how are we going, Terry? Are we? Uh, have you signed the papers yet? Yeah, no. Look, after she threw herself, apparently she threw herself down, refused to get up last week in the um, the what do they call it? The, the float, stalls. yeah, uh, the float as well. But yeah, no, I um, I reckon that knocked a couple of zeros off her last <laughs> I think her misbehaviour. So I've uh, yeah, I've just uh, ignored Nigel's. Uh, Gitto Nigel, by the way, just ignored Nigel's call since he's sent me an invoice for uh, the uh, the agreement after a couple of froffies last week. So uh, no, I'll just be a uh, an interested bystander and not a uh, not an owner at this stage, Beach. I think. Excellent, excellent. All right, well, it's time for the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind Competition. Um, so everyone wants to be the mastermind, Terry, uh, and, uh, we've got four questions for you today. So, um, just remember if you're going to be answering the questions, direct message us on Twitter at the one, one pod so that anyone on Twitter doesn't pinch your answers. So here we go. Question one, name the last horse to win the ATA stakes Perth cup double question two. Name the trainer of 1993 ATA stakes winner Calypso. Were you uh, born in 1993, Griffin? Well, I was one. So. You were one. Yeah, there you well, go. you know right. it for sure. <laughs> How old were you, what were you, BJ? About 40? I was 12. About 40? Oh, okay. Um, so, remember it well, actually. You, you didn't bite there. Um, Greg Carriage who, incidentally, settled up uh, last Saturday's Ascot Winner Horizon, his first Ascot winner in 15 years training in Western Australia. Greg Carriage is also a Bunbury Cup winning trainer. So uh, the question is, name the horse and year uh, of the Bunbury Cup winner trained by Greg Carriage, horse and year. And Cripper has a question as well. The fourth question of this week's edition is, in what year did Machino win the RJ Peters and who was the jockey on that day? I like it. Your favourite. My favourite. Got him into the game. Got him into the game. Yeah, so, so there's there's a $100 uh, gift voucher up for grabs at the Mundaring Hotel, Heart of the Hill since 1899. So get your 
get your uh, responses in punters. Race five is the Desonia handicap, 1400 meters for the 66 plus brigade. Um, Terry, I think you want to take the lead on this one, mate. Yeah, I think this is a horse we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, Beach, in the uh, horses to follow section. We were both pretty keen. Um, didn't get a run last week. I think that was because they were running into this little testure, who ended up being scratched. I think a few horses actually came out of that race um, with that in mind. So the ones that, um, especially uh, the win of um, Horizon. Horizon. Good on Greg Carriage as well. His first uh, Ascot winner. Mm. So good, good story that one was. But... Um, he was rewarded, I guess, for staying in the field and being willing to take on this Altestia when, when she was scratched. But uh, really keen on coming around here. Uh, always a horse I've had a fair bit of time for. But when horses go um, from sort of the smaller yards to a, to a Williams or a, a Durant or even the Pierces, they tend to find those extra few lengths. Her trial was great. Her run behind this Altestia, she ran all the, um, the quicker splits for the day. Uh, I think it was the quickest last two for the day. Um, from memory, Beach, is that right? Yeah, six four two. Yep. It was all it was all first or second fastest on the day. Yeah, yeah all the numbers just suggested that uh, this is a horse that wins next start. Stepping up to the fourteen hundred should suit. Um, the price is probably right, sort of on the limit at the moment. I think she's around about two dollars fifty two sixty. I think I marked yeah. a, a tick above that, and the main reason. I marked her a tick above that is there's some form horses in this um, that are coming from different form lines. You've got Mankind um, coming out of a race behind Not To Be Missed last start where we've had a little bit of trouble getting a run in the straight. You've got Belmar Pago dropping out of the feature. Um, who's flying, by the who's way. Who's flying, yeah. yes, dropping out of the feature uh, fillies and mares races. Uh, then you've got uh, the Maley Yard, who's um, with Why Choose Her, who's starting to find a bit of form. So I think with a little bit of money around for those three, you'll still see the best part of um, the best part of three bucks on the day with coming around. And I think... She sits uh, leaders back or a pair further back. Pike finds room and she goes whooshka. Yeah, yeah. Probably not best of the day, actually, Beach. Okay, excellent, excellent. Cripper, you coming around? Yeah, I had her on top. uh, uh, Sorry, had him on top. Um, But not at at $2.50. It's a bit thin, isn't it? A little bit thin, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it did open up better, I think, in short. Yeah, Yeah. I might miss it. Um, Wasn't that keen to bet around him. Um, If I... Had to tip saying each way probably would be why choose her. I think uh, mm. I think she looks ready. The one that I thought looked unders was Belmont Pago. Interested to hear what you guys have to say about that. But I couldn't. I didn't think that she should have been shorter than horses like why choose her mankind? or mankind horses like that. So mm. um, at three forty ish. That's she? yeah. That's yeah. well under my price. The yeah. three forty. I'd about double, oh, double I was, that. I was five fifty. Yeah, yeah. I think I had about seven bucks. So, um, yeah. So that's that's well under the price. Well, interesting. They're not going up with a. Um, interesting. They're not stepping up to the. Well, they didn't step up to the uh, the mile of the. Uh, what was the mile? Phillies the Star Struck. The Star Struck. Yes, the Star Struck. It was interesting. They didn't step up to the Star Struck. Clearly, they think. Um, she's a sprinter, and it's good from the stable that they've sort of made that assessment and made that judgment. But. Um, what, what, yeah, yeah. She, um, sorry to cut you off there, Terry. No, you're um, right. I do it to you about 300 times every time. <laughs> What's a bet for coming around, Cripper? Three bucks get you involved? Yeah, but then all of a sudden if it's, say, $3.50, but then it's yeah, two fifty so, out of three fifty late. It's not to worry. Mm, yeah, um, it's yeah, not... It's not if it's three about the fence, it's probably not really my profile. Mm. I'm, I'm one of those people that I sort of... 
I don't have a lot of bets, so I don't. Yeah, we're very different in that. We sense, are. We so are. My spreadsheet will have so about seven thousand bets a month, and yours will have probably yeah, forty or fifty. Yeah, yeah. Christ. So like who's hour. the leader? I, I ended up with Choice Command and Recharger coming across. Yep. Um, I noticed that they haven't been too keen to lead on Mankind, although I wouldn't mind seeing him lead. But they I have don't been think handed up much of a choice. Yeah. Okay. Um, they've run into some races with a lot of speed, drawn wide, yeah. being back in distance. This is a good opportunity to do so. But yeah. I think the two you mentioned will be um will be too quick early um, and they'll be pretty keen to lead there so yeah. I think it's pretty weak speed and that's probably a concern for coming around to some degree that you get stuck uh, three back the fence and they start stopping Traffic. and they all start taking off early yeah and... they start taking off early and a horse like uh, now a fit settlers creek who was pretty deep last start or even bell my pago have just both given a good knock but the maddie i had was mycroft yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes yeah. goes well first up um Tough, tough draw for Kate Whitten, but if she could get three deep, we cover. Well. Stable in form, Ross Price. Mm-hmm. She's uh, she's the go-to jockey even after she lost her claim on Mycroft. It's a it's a um, positive for connections that they've stuck with her, and uh, good luck to our friend Dane as well, who manages Kate here. So uh, yeah, if, uh, yeah, friend of the podcast, <laughs> exactly right. But uh, no, I'm pretty keen coming around. Reckon we'll get nearly three bucks late, and um, yeah. Best of the day for me, Beach. Yeah, I'm with you, Terry. Really keen coming around. Um, also, think Mycroft can run a cheeky race too, Cripper. But this is I, I followed coming around. Like he's he's if you go back through his three year old form, he's run against some really really good horses and consistently performed well. Uh, second up, fourteen hundred Pike inside draw just needs just needs even luck and and I'll, i think he'll win um why choose her is the map horse though yeah um Malia McNaught. and Maley actually uh, ash actually uh, had a couple of beers with ash at the uh, kalgoorlie round and um i think yeah we a couple of beers is probably the world's biggest understatement but uh ash told me uh wait for this horse uh to get out to 14 1600 and it'll uh, it'll improve rapidly as well so i don't know if you want me to say that publicly but it's out <laughs> no, there now so, yeah, choice, yeah so i think he really expected her to uh, um, him, her, her, her. Yeah, I'm not very good at the genders, am I? Uh, her to uh, improve rapidly once she got out to a journey. So uh, yeah, big watch on her. Each way, she's also um, probably, or um, oh, she is over my marked quote. So okay. very good horse race. So looking forward to it. All right, Beach. This is a tough race. The uh, the sixth event of the day, second leg of the quaddy. I um I struggle to come up with any real uh, enthusiasm uh, for any individual selection here. A lot of horses I wanted to take on, and I was interested uh, in the speed map man and the on pace man's take on Lace Vinsky here, Craig. Did you have any thoughts about fourteen hundred down to eleven? That's seems like a very odd decision from the milliard for a horse that's really. I thought it was running out of strong fourteen hundred too. So. Yeah, twenty eight days between runs though. Yeah, that's yeah. what when I first saw it, I thought. That's very interesting, but the more I look at it, I think uh, Simon Miller's probably my favourite trainer, him being a on-speed yeah. uh, sprint trainer. So I think there's some method to his madness there. It's a really good freshen up. you got to remember that she has, is it she? He, he has uh, just got done by not to be missed in a photo last start. So yep. the four lines last are definitely starts, there. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If it was a day where the Eastley was in, probably it'd be a bet for me, but just yep. I expect that he'll lead. Uh, I'm not sure what you guys have got, but my map, I had him leading. And if the South Wesley's in, uh, yeah, it's just, I might might be tough for leaders. So I've, uh, I'm treading with a degree of caution. Mm-hmm. And I 
thought this race was by far the hardest one on the card. Yeah, yeah for bad. sure. Yeah, I got a headache from the few beers I had yesterday. This one, uh, this one probably rivaled that, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I found it very difficult. The interesting horse from a speed map point of view, and um, probably the one I'm going to have something very small on at this stage, is uh, from the widest hole to rise again. Mm. Uh, a real one-trick pony, jumps, runs, um, stuns them. Put in some real tough performances last campaign where it was either pressured or it was the one pressuring um, an on-speed horse. We kept giving and giving and giving. So in a race where... They were 1,000 metre races though, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. were. So this is the 1100. And, and first up, it missed the kick badly, so it'll last. So happy putting a line through it. Look, in a race where your favourite state attorney, and it's, I mean, it's it's a bigger nonny than, I don't know, the Gold Coast Suns maybe, doesn't it? It wins less races <laughs> than them. But it's 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 a race where you can find reasons to knock a lot of them. Abby Lane's first up um, without a trial and probably did her best work over a little bit further. Lace Vinsky and, and state attorney, 334.50. I think that's pretty thin for, for a nonny and, and a horse dropping back in distance sharply. Um, Love the last run of um, Nawi. How are we going to pronounce that one? Nawi. We'll go yeah, Nawi. Yeah. yeah, let's go Nawi. But again, Jade's opted to ride. Well, I think it's her decision. Opted to ride for the Fernies uh, with Truth and Lies. So, um, and we'd be remiss probably to to not mention Luke bringing him onto town because he's got a pretty, uh, fair old record when he does so. So, yeah, I'm going to probably have something small to rise again. But when I say small, it's going to be um, very small beach. Can you can you fill us with more confidence than uh, me and Cripper? No, I, I agree with with Cripper. With Cripper, I reckon this is the, the easily the hardest race on the day. I ended up with Lace Finsky on top simply through form, um, has race fitness. Simon A. Miller got the winner that he was looking for last Saturday with uh, what was oh. American Choice. Uh, yeah, yeah. he had flower or a couple of days couple earlier. Of, yeah. Fell in at a dollar fifty, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, so there. The, and the, the Maddie we tipped actually, we should mention that actually. A few weeks ago we tipped Gun and Go as the Maddie, yeah. then the race was called off and nearly got up for us. Yeah, yeah. Got up, and the photo. Yeah. So uh but yeah, low confidence, Lace Vinsky on top. The horse that I'm interested in is a horse by the name of Don's Legacy. First up, David Harrison. Um Liked, liked uh, bits and pieces of what it showed last prep. Um, a lead-up trial was just zapped late by State Attorney. I think uh, Don's legacy can be, uh, Joey Azapati will be positive early, roll forward. I reckon he might even find the front, and I've got to rise again coming across to the outside. If Don's legacy can find the rail in front, I reckon he can run a bit of a cheeky race first up. I don't I, like Don's yeah, legacy. I actually thought that Don's legacy uh, was a better trial than State Attorney's, um, even though State Attorney won. And... Same, I thought from the barrier 10, if he comes across, I did have Lace leading, but if he can find the breeze and then to rise again comes across, he might even end up in the 1-1 from that draw. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. I really yeah, like current, currently best available um, is sort of nine, ten dollars. I think for, that's enough yep. to be honest. I think, especially yeah. as Crip said, it was a. Um, I did, was, I did him a seven dollar chance. Don's legacy. Yeah, yeah, I was around that mark. So I think with um with it being a better trial than state attorney, who's really shown a penchant to not want to win horse races, um, and you're talking three bucks to nine bucks, uh, it's it's yeah, it's comfortably uh, could be considered a bet there, Beach. So definitely have it in your quaddies, but uh, yeah. it's a tough race. And it is uh, a tough. the thing with state attorney wide. though is he he's a he's He's a horse. He travels really strong. He even travelled really strong in his trial the other day. So from one pipe, and you know, if the tempo is not there, he's going to get pulling and reefing and tearing for pipe. And you rarely see horses pull with William Pipe. Mm-hmm. Um, but this this fellow is strong and and still obviously hard mouthed. But um, 
He's yeah. There's gonna be Hard a lot mouthed. of yeah. He's gonna be a lot of people. Oh, I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> hard mouthed. He's gonna be uh, a lot of people. Explain to the listeners what hard hard mouth means, Beach. Well, it just means that he's you know uh, when the bits in his horse's mouth through the reins, he's, yep. he's a hard. He's got a he's got a hard mouth, so he he pulls and he's uh, very hard to control. He doesn't come back underneath you uh, for the jockey. So very good. that was all of my own entertainment. Yeah, the a lot of, lot of, <laughs> but this horse, yeah, and there's gonna be a lot of people wanting to lay him too. So um, if you want to be on him, I'd wait. Yeah, late. Seen right. a couple of uh, Cerise Light drifters, which have won in the last uh, couple of months as well. Heavy drifters. Uh, sublime image, I think, a few weeks back was threes out to eights or nines or something. So, yeah, don't be afraid of a drift from that stable. Sometimes we um, we all just want to take on the king, and you shouldn't take on the king, should you? That's right. Well, I think, like, the the corporates definitely don't want to take him on, but the Betfair market's probably a bit smarter. And yep. sometimes you see some bizarre prices that Pike gets out too late when yeah. they, they definitely haven't lost a leg. They were just too short to start with. Yeah, so. yeah. exactly right. And you got to remember, Bob probably doesn't have too much of a bet. He's got that many horses going around. He's making enough money. So, um, yeah, don't be afraid to, to bet into a Pike drifter. I often say that. So what's on top, Beach? Don's legacy? Uh, well, in my leg up, I had um, Lace Finsky on top, but yep. I'm looking at the current odds. I'm looking at playing Don's legacy. Yeah. All right. Okay. Moving on to the feature race of the day, the uh, the ATA uh, Beach. Who uh, do you want to kick us off here? Yeah, actually, I think Cripper wanted to take the lead on okay. that. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I think the current market they've got as a two horse race, Arctic Streams about two ten, two twenty, and Prince Turbo two eighty. I agree with the market that I think there are two key chances but i in my market i had them the other way around i had prince turbo 240 arctic stream 293 bucks um prince turbo actually had something on him last start um in that oh. in that two horse oh dear two horse what do you think about the protest were you dirty or? no I actually i backed and saved so i, I oh, yeah yeah okay, okay so um i was you're showing off now <laughs> yeah no, i was actually hoping it got uphill because you yeah. you get the first pass to post with some oh, of the corporates yeah, and you yeah. nearly could have won <laughs> both double dip, yeah, yeah double dip so um probably the only query for me is the map uh from barry eight uh, i think that ombudsman hopefully holds a front mm-hmm. and spiritual warrior if they go a bit fast early then there might be a gap that uh cjp can just um hop into and maybe get the one 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 but one, one. I, but i won't you wouldn't want to be on him if the southwesterly's in and he either gets caught deep without cover yeah. or even finds a breeze over that distance um but he's look he's got the staying run under his belt now yeah um his figures are really good um he raced out of his class last start and nearly won into that so nicely last start as well didn't he yeah they've got him he's flying and obviously yeah he's pretty much trained by durant's right hand man so they've got that durant polish over the trip they Um, knew last start too the money came tens to five yeah they were were pretty keen so but it's you're right it's really it's a race about the map and and how you land it i've i've actually got ombudsman leaving prince coming across prince turbo coming across and I reckon Lucy was spiritual warrior. I think she'll want to be on the back of Prince Turbo. So I reckon she'll be saying, like, you come across and take the death. I am, I'm still probably, I, I'm, I'm with you that I've got Prince Turbo as the favourite um, in this field. The 280s probably has bare bones as I want to be getting in on. Um, but I think they can either go back to last with Prince Turbo or potentially go to the breeze and win either way. I'd just like to see them have a strong tactic and not just sit three deep outside spiritual warrior and and um and ruin his chances but uh i do think prince turbo is the most progressive runner in the race um but the horse which is uh the biggest differential from my market i've marked it um 750 and i'm interested to hear what price you guys have spiritual warrior um it's it's a big 
drop in class from the Group 2 Cox Stakes coming to the ATA. Um, Lucy, again, as I said, I, I don't think it's impossible that she lands in the 1-1 one, one here. Mm. Um, if not, it's outside of Ombudsman, probably, in front. But uh, I, I think it's 17, 18 to 1. If there's going to be a... Uh, something to upset the apple card of the two favourite. It's definitely um, a very fit Justin Warwick, uh, spiritual warrior, who's having his third run in the last 10 days. So, yeah. What price did you have, spiritual warrior? Eight, $8. Well, there you go. Mm. So we should be betting on price. It's all about the prices. Um, did you mark this race? Yeah, I'd, I had obviously the two uh, yep. hard in the market and then didn't really have anything else in single figures. Yeah, But okay. spiritual warriors definitely could easily be third or fourth pick. I've just yeah. got a query. Uh, the, his best figures uh, don't don't match uh, the okay. two of the fave. Righto. Interested to learn a lot more about the data uh, side of it, Crip. I'm very much an eye man, as I've uh, discussed in yep. the past. So, uh, yeah, the way you look at things, it's, it's really interesting to get different people's takes and, and opinions. And, uh, yeah, very uh, interested in the, the data uh, analytics side of things, Beige. But, uh, no, very clean, uh, clear lean for me to Prince Turbo. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the way I want to be. Happy somewhere near three bucks. Would love him to either go back to last or just get up. Front and as you said, if the spot opens up one one, that's brilliant. But uh, I still think he can win from the death. To be honest, even with the southwesterly, yep. I think he's better than these potentially. And I'm not sure Arctic Stream's an out and out stayer. That's my uh, little knock on Arctic Stream. Um, but that horse is flying, so mm -hmm. should be a good horse race. Yeah, traditional I'm, lead up to the Perth Cup. I'm with I'm with Cooper and you, Terra. Prince Turbo is almost my best of the day. Um, I reckon he's, he's. Where have got, you got him going in the map? One one. Yeah. 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 From A, you're just going to give him the 1-1. One, one. Yeah, well, Ombudsman, um, actually, when he when he landed the other day, he he mustered really quickly and led quite fast for the first part of the race. I actually got them running along. So uh, I expect Chloe to to let him let him run along a little bit and create some space that um, CJP can work into on Prince Turbo. Um, re I, yeah, anyway, reg regardless, I just think he's just... He's got a real sense of timing with this horse. He's uh, he's got the twenty two hundred meter run under his belt, which, and went he went toe to toe with Taxagano, like and wasn't he was coming again on the line, um, and not many yeah you don't want to get caught in a war with Taxagano. And this fellow basically matched him the whole Ascot straight. Um, so I reckon there's no Taxagano in this. I, I reckon he wins Prince Turbo. Yeah, right. And just from a Perth confident, I like, BJ, I like when BJ gets off the fence. Uh, I was uh, two seventy Prince Turbo. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, favorite. Favorite. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, I um, also just just for for there there'll be no penalties for any any horse that wins this race moving into the Perth Cup. So okay. they're all well below the the yeah. ninety seven plus minimum. So if none of these, no, everything will be out there. There won't be any impact from a handicapping penalty point of view. So I'm, I'm they'll all be trying to win. In other words, yeah, yes, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Well, so we're unanimous there on Prince Turbo. I think we'll make that our group best of the day. Hey, yeah. I think that's the first time we've been unanimous across. And hopefully, even with CJP, if by then he'll know how the track's playing. So exactly yeah, right. if, if it's not too bad to sit without cover, then he can go forward. Yeah. But if they're sort of running on, then he could snag and I reckon get a card up three deep and finish over the top of them. So the horse 100%. is pretty versatile. 100%. Look for prize catch to improve as well. It's it's uh, the one that should be rounding out uh, your first four. Pretty happy taking on Friar Fox at six to one. Massive unders for a horse uh, that was scratched. Uh, on the day, last time Mr. out, yeah, Mr. Uh, Run, Mr. Run yeah, yeah, no, massive, uh, massive knock on that. I'd be very surprised if your first four isn't um, Extreme Prince Turbo and then Price Catch Spiritual Warrior, third and fourth. Mm. That could um, just about be a bet on its own. All right, it's time for the Get Out Stakes, Terry. Oh, my favourite, S-T-E-A-K-S, yes. as well.
Now, uh, just a reminder about the Get Out Stakes, very popular competition. The uh, On Twitter, at the11pod, let us know who you think will win the race and a decimal winning margin. The winner gets a gourmet meat package from Market City Meats, uh, the largest butcher shop in Perth. Um, okay, so this is the Crown Perth Handicap, 1,800-metre graduation. Um, now, I was threw out a horse called Barramagic, Last start, mm-hmm. liked his run in the in a, over a mile, same same grade. Got back, run on in the Shewish, um, well, uh, Son of Bacchus race. Yeah, that go crib. Don't remind me. Um, Fry's Fantasia was in that race as well. So there was. I just feel like it's a bit of a stronger form reference than than what some of these are coming from. I like this horse coming up to the 1800 meters with the two mile runs under his belt brad parnham going on is a positive also i think he's going to uh, land midfield with a bit of cover or maybe touch worse he doesn't he doesn't like to be annoyed early this fellow but he's got a big finish and uh he's one of my be- better value players of the day mm-hmm. barra magic so. can keep out of trouble as well he seems to do a lot of his best racing um sitting sort of three and four deep yeah, even he, without cover he feels like a horse on the way up yep. where a lot of these horses are sort of where, where they're at so from a progressive point of view and yeah barra magic i reckon this is his day Keen. Keen. Yeah. Oh, I like it, Beach. I like it. I'm, uh, I, I've narrowed it down to two I want to be on. Um, from a speed map point of view, I think they'll be pretty keen to lead on Burning Pride, Crip, but I don't know if um, Molly will get the horse to jump and roll. Chris Parnham last start misses on uh, Burning Pride, so it's a horse that can have a couple of tricks at the mm. gate. Funny horse, isn't it? Burning yeah, Pride. it is a funny horse. It is a funny horse. And what do you think uh, the plan will be with Arnie's boy here? Last start went back, slow speed, wasn't suited. I'd like to get some pre-race Twitter, I'd like, yeah, I'd yeah. like to know. Yeah, like it'd to be know. nice to know. Yeah, um, if they go forward on Arnie's boy, I'd just about want to be on. Um, mm. To be honest, it's interesting that uh, as a party he's riding Shadow Hunter. Do you think that's by choice, or do you think uh, uh, Ashley Maley has uh, has given him the the boot from the horse because sure. uh, he rode it two starts ago at uh, Pinjarra when it absolutely murdered the line. I think the horse goes nicely for him. So interesting jockey change. I've narrowed it down to two: Morning Song um, and Barra Magic. Morning Songs. Not one of Peter's best. It's just a very, uh, very even type of galloper. But this is only an even type of race. Um, I'm going to put it on top because Pike will land in the perfect spot. The blinkers go on. The horse is fit. Forget it went around last start when Molly found uh, a bit of trouble. I marked him. Uh, her? Beach? Him? Her? Yeah. I marked her. I marked her uh, $4. No, $3.50. She is $4.20. Yeah. So I think she's just a bet at that price. I'm not too excited. As I said, she's not a she's not a superstar. And I think there's more upside in Barra Magic. But um, this is a day where I'm going to tip my third Cerise and White. You're in the Vortex, Terry. I am in the Vortex a little bit. Well, they've all gone up the prices. So um, You're right. You're right. And also, what do they blinkers say about gift horses as well? Do you look them in the mouth mm, or not? That's right. I'm not sure. Blinkers on, gate four, um, pike back on after Molly Road the other day. Yeah. Ticks a few boxes, doesn't does, she? Yeah. does tick a few, yeah. You got anything more uh, insightful to add, Crib? Uh, what you said about morning song then pretty much was uh, took the words out of my mouth. I've um, Good song, though. <laughs> I've um all probably all, all of this card I've been while I have Pikey on top a lot he's definitely hasn't been the price that I needed to have a bet yep. uh, Morning Songs the one where I get a price I had it I had her marked 340 okay. and but I agree she's definitely no superstar but Blinkers on, maps well, pipe back on. I actually really liked, like Molly Clark got smashed on her yeah, last start, but yeah. she she picked up really well late again. She did, yeah, 100%. Um, and when I first looked at the at this race, I thought I'd be looking to, to take her on, but 
the price is probably more than I expected. Maybe be two eighty, and mm. I'd be looking around. But four twenty, I haven't bet yet, but might it might get me at four twenty. Uh, I, I was, thought I was three seventy five morning. So yeah, thought the danger, although it's been getting nice runs, was Barbie will do. Mm-hmm. Um, although. Hope you. Oh, we want to ask what last start. So, um, yeah, a bit thin. Yeah, yeah, probably totally a little bit. Yeah, um, but it definitely has the figures to match Morning Song. Yeah. Um, I just think it's a pretty average race. Yeah. Maybe the one at odds um, who can bob up is Geiger Gem. Mm. Yeah. Um, not much luck last start. Jade goes on. Needs to be ridden more aggressively. Can they lead it's on it, please? Uh, Louis, if you're listening. Yeah, it just needs to be ridden more aggressively. It's a one trick pony. It just rolls along. Mm. It hasn't got a, a great deal more to it. One thing I'll say for all the get out stakes players, Obeige, is. Um, I reckon if, and let's go with when Morning Song wins this race, it mm. won't win by far. It's not always it's going to come out and win by mm. uh, two lengths. Yeah. So I'd be, uh, my, mine would be Morning Song 0.1 of a length. What are you going for? Yeah, a few years off the life expectancy as well. It was a bit like that two starts ago, Morning Song, wasn't yeah, it? When yeah, Pikey threw the kitchen oh, sink yeah, out. Yeah, I, I, was I was on Stafford's like Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Let's not talk about that one. No, I think it's one of those ones where. You, you, you seriously doubt the horse, but time and time again, we yeah. just see Pikey lifted over the line, and especially in the last. And by then, it's going to be eight o'clock over east, and everyone's going to be full of beers. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised with the blinkers on that it's, it starts under four bucks. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think I think we take the four twenty. Yeah, don't we? I think we take the four twenty. It's it's uncommon for me to be able to find Pikey at a price bigger than mine. I just don't know why, but I think he's overbet a lot. So. I probably need to take advantage of the rare time mm. when I've actually marked him shorter than what the bookies have put up and it maps well and everything sort of leans towards that despite the horse not being a superstar. Yeah. What about the cat ratchet, Terry? We uh, oh, we got sorry. something out of him the other day. Can, yeah. Uh, can we go again? Our mate, friend of the podcast, Mario Adelina. Yeah, uh, I like the cat ratchet as a horse, but that was a very thin old race. I think Revuse, who's in this race, ran second. So uh, I would love to see him um, win a Saturday race, preferably not this one when I'm not going to be on, but uh, I don't think so. But I, I, I think there's potentially a win in him, but uh, I, I don't think so. But I'm not saying it's impossible, Gage, but I'm going to uh, I'm going to be uh, steering clear here. Sure thing. Yeah, so Morning Song is the obvious, no doubt. But for me, I've got Barra Magic on top, uh, keen to have uh, keen to play. And I'm also thinking, I've also been following Geiger Gem. So hopefully Jade back on, they can be positive and just keep him out of trouble and he can run a, a, a cheeky race. I think it's his first crack at 1800. Yeah, so that, that's what turned me off 14 to 18. Beige, when, when I read your preview, you sort of made it sound like, did you expect Morning Song to come up a lot shorter than 420? Yeah, absolutely. Because you obviously do it when the, before the prices come out. Yeah. So that's yeah, the way I, I, read I just it. assumed it was going to be thin. Um, just It just has had that feel to it. And, and, and because the barrier four, sorry, some white blinkers on. It just It's just one of those ones. That's, race yes, eight. This is, yeah, race, exactly. Yeah. Right, Pike in the last. Actually, just, and to yeah. be honest, I thought Barra Magic would be more like eight dollars. So the six dollars is probably. But I'm, I'm hoping the money comes for Morning Song, and uh, Barra Magic is one of the ones that gets Maybe pushed out. Back Morning Song early and yep. Barra Magic. Yeah, late. you could. You, you I just don't know. Like, I agree, Barra Magic. I reckon is really talented, but I'm just not sure if it's a horse who seems to find trouble mm, uh, yeah. with its racing pattern. It can be slowly away, and it, it just seems like a horse that it's always get on me next start. Yeah. Yeah, this is um, a couple it, of those. Flies, <laughs> which is why Jesus in Christ. this race, I'm like, you can, you, I, I've penned most of the field. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just one of those races, isn't it? Where it's like, okay, well, if he's going to get them, this is going to yeah, be the yeah, day. Yeah, definitely. It's not a strong yeah, race. I, I, and, and Brad, like, I really like Brad Brad on. So, Brad Parnham, good job. So, all right. Um, all right. So, it's time for our one bets. 
Two bets? Three bets? No. One bet. Bench. One bet. We're, we're going to be uh, we're going to be strict on this. I'm just going to look. We're going to try and get near three bucks, but uh, the two fifty is probably a touch thinner than I was hoping. But uh, coming around for me, Beach just uh, ticks a lot of boxes. How about you? You're going to go with Sniffy Miss Crip? Uh, prim and proper. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well done. I thought you might have changed your mind. <laughs> by far, my best of the day. By far, it's probably the one when the prices went up. Um, I, that was the one where I just got, oh, I've got to get on this quickly. Yeah, okay. the, the rule when you'd grab the your phone. Was, yeah, 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 the blood started yeah, flowing. Yeah. So. Message all your bowlers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that would be my best start. I just think maps well. It's a class horse. Um, yeah, it's like I said, it's a nose off being a group winner yeah. against horses where I actually, the uh, the second horse I had for second was Mogul Magic, who's still maiden. So mm, that yeah, just probably yeah. shows how. You're really taking on Sniffy Miss, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, like, I like these type of races. I like these type of ones. So, yeah, pretty much proper for me. Either way, <laughs> the race, I reckon. Probably when we both run, we run fifth and sixth. That's who we did. Um, Beach. My, my one bet, Prince Turbo in the ATA stakes. Yeah, really okay. Can. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's basically it's a two-horse race. Well, you nearly and fell I reckon, off your chair when you tipped reckon, it before, mate. I reckon so. t- Prince. I'm, oh, the market having Arctic Stream so short is um, not what I expected, put it that mm-hmm. way. So, item the other way around so pretty keen so that's where I reckon where it makes it hard whether you want to bet early or late you know Arctic Stream's probably going to start a lot longer than two dollars so the money has to come for something is it going to be Prince Turbo then you think the 280 sort of ride on the mark so it's sort of I look when when it comes to punting in that sense I I always say risk versus reward so with that one I'm not entirely certain what I do but I look at okay how short could Prince Turbo start compared to how long it will start Say it does come into 2.30, 2.40, will I still take that? So you're going to lose 40, 50, 40 to 50 cents on what it currently is? Or is it a course who get out to $4.20, potentially, if they do stay strong on Arctic Stream? So you're going to lose the 40, 50 cents, but with the potential that it could go out further, if that makes sense. So sometimes I, I look at it in a sort of a, a risk versus reward way. What could it come into and what am I going to lose for the price? Or what could it get out to and what am I going to gain? Is it worth waiting and taking the risk that it could get out to a better price? Am I paying the right sort of dividend? In that and sense? you get to have a look at how the track's playing as well exactly yeah. right exactly yeah. right so at the 280 i won't be backing it early um wait and see how the track's playing and, and probably hoping that i can sneak a bit more but um all three of us have priced a favorite and shorter than that so you could make a very strong case to take the 280 when it's well. 2.20 on betfair late we'll all be sitting yeah, there going, yeah, oh, and I'll, trick there. I'll probably end up on Arctic <laughs> four bucks or something so uh my maddie uh bernard and daniel is a special <laughs> bow in the first um pikey again three some white 20 to one especially the six bucks a place but our Maddies need to be close to 20 to 1. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm going with Special Bow in the first. A Pike Maddie. Who would have thought? That's it's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, exciting. That, I, don't, I don't reckon no, that will ever no, happen again. No. Not since Hattie Clark won the Winterbottom <laughs> Stakes back in 2013. Kurt, what have you, uh, have you had any Maddies? Terry, you did take the wind out of my sails a little bit with my Maddie. I also thought to rise again, look to... Yeah. Look to... Uh, yeah, this is the some, first time Crips tipped anything above four to yeah, one. Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Small warning to listeners: I don't really back many many horses at all over twenty to one. I think yeah. I actually I knew your I was going to. Your subs got Beauty Canis the other day. Yeah, they did. That was that was my longest price yes. winner. Yeah, fourteen yep. to one. But so well um, I did actually I knew I was going to get asked this question, so I had a quick look last night at my yearly bets and. 0.5% of my turnover has been on horses paying over 20 to 1. So oh. $1 in every 200. Wow. So there you go. So, yeah, I wouldn't be uh, following my Maddie with a degree of confidence. <laughs> but, yeah, to rise again, obviously disappointing first up when it missed a kick, but it did quite similar this time, first up last prep and then came out at 40 to 1 and nearly beat City Circle and then won three on the bounce. So mm-hmm. if it can jump well and get across and if that Sal Wesley isn't blowing too hard, then... Yeah, it's definitely a lot yeah. of hope, and you definitely have it in the quaddy. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, for me, I'm sticking with my old mate, SJ Wolf. Lord help me run. Yeah. Class horse on his day. Has had a few, uh, has had an interrupted prep. Are, the bars, are the bars on? Bars are off. Bars are off. Pretty sure. Oh, I'm not sure. I'll I didn't check, check it. Is. Um, Lord help me run. He's drawn a gate. Uh, nice grade um, for him. He didn't. He just pulled pulled himself into the ground last start. It was un, unsuited on the day. Nice smother from two with Peter Hall on board. Reckon he's found a nice race. And at twenty to one, I think he's uh, he's a nice little maddie on the day. It's the class, isn't it? Really, class runner. Don't mind that beach, Actually, don't mind that. We could. Uh, we have to. Chuck our three in a multi, I reckon, boys. Probably get about 8,000 to one, my quick maths tell me. So we'll have something small on that. Uh, oh, one of my favourite segments, Beach. Who to follow going forward? I've got a big one this week. Um, well, obviously... Uh, Did you want to talk about that horse at Pinjara the other day? I'm actually going to bring that up, sure. Oh, Beach. Who would have thought? Um, which one's that, actually? Uh, oh, you talking about my horse? Yulong? Oh, that's exactly where I was going, yeah. So Yulong Earth, I don't think many of us would have missed that a um, week ago, roughly a week ago. It's all, it's a bit of a blur at the moment, to be honest, with the uh, the Christmas festivities and the racing and the beer. It's all uh, it's all blurring into one big race meet over about a week straight. Um, Yulong Earth sat outside of Censure. We weren't too happy with it leading, were we? No, no, no we, we didn't uh, get the tactical uh, we bit our tongues. announcements. Yeah, we bit our tongues until now. Um, <laughs> but uh, Peyton and Mitch landed outside of uh, Censure with you long earth and the horse was bolting it was going to win by a couple of lengths and win quite uh it was going to win quite comfortably and um what did he do he just sort of shifted inwards he just just lost his head basically and he must, have, um, must have shied at something yeah Jesus. yeah i think so yeah and he nearly knocked over half the field lactar did extremely well to stay on fascination or alluring one of those two he was on and um yeah they all did very well to stay on the way the race was run but uh oh, i want to be on it next start if, if it doesn't make that type of mistake again it just um it should just be winning so yeah very keen to follow up on you long earth another horse that ran Pinjarra yesterday, Beach. Uh, a little bit of a part owner, so it's a little bit of a uh, plug for that reason. But the Italian job, tell you what, should have probably beat Weaponson yesterday. And Weaponson's a very nice horse, so very keen to uh, to follow my runner next time he goes around. I reckon. Actually, I'm going to say be on at any price. Doesn't matter. You just want to be on him next start. That's uh, it. Yeah. Owner's bet. Yeah, owner's yeah. yeah, exactly right. Confidence goes through the roof. Oh, and Dark Mission. Yes. Uh, Dark yes, Mission. Yes, yes, yes. one you're going to talk about? Uh, no, I'll let you, you have that no, one. No, you go. Okay. I'll, no, I'll he, uh, he settled uh, a long, long, long way back. Um, found the line in a race where nothing really found the line. It um, will win. Whatever it starts in. Yes, it's just your typical Bob Peters second up. Um, They improve. They also, as you spoke about in the past, Beach, they get a bit of rust out of them. Mm -hmm. Um, They they learn from the experience. And uh, yeah, if if it goes to another maiden, it just uh, it just wins. If probably anything, well, we can't know what the price will be, but uh, it probably won't be a a fancy old price. But uh, yeah, keen to follow that one. So you long earth, you long earth, dark mission, and uh, the Italian job. Italian job, good Mm -hmm. name. Crip. Yep, uh, I've got a couple. I've got three actually. Uh, first one, damn ready. It uh, yeah. yeah, damn ready. Yeah, have I, got, have I got the right best horse? Yes, yeah, sat, maybe. Sat in the box seat in the essential spice race. Yep, it never got out. Um, box seated was absolutely bolting. I thought mm. and just never got a crack at him. Um, really, Mark Besto was flying earlier earlier in the year and a lot of city winners probably. It's been uh, slim pickings for him in the back half of the year, but hopefully Dan Ready can be a horse that gets his stable up and running because he can uh, get on a real hot streak. Mm. Uh, the second one I have is a bit of a boring one because it's the last start winner, but Snow Chino, uh, the only horse that day to lead and win. Um, is it she? She, yeah. yeah she, she yeah. and they, she went fast too. Uh, we're, wasn't, we're good at it. Yeah, we're no, middling them. Yeah, she went, she went really fast, like, um, so a lot faster than, uh, than class benchmark. 
The other thing to note with her, she's had 17 starts, first and second up, eight starts for zero wins, and third mm. up plus nine starts for six wins now. So she just gets better as she gets deeper into her prep. So, so she'll go to the 1800 um, yeah. Latrice, Latrice on yeah. uh, next yeah. Saturday. Yeah. So that'll be a good yeah. test for her. But uh, I think key, she, It's key that they run her along again, though. She can't make it a sitting sprint uh, top of the fair. She has to yeah, get sure. to the front and mm. put some pressure on. Yep. And the third one, and it's not that I haven't done my official reviews yet, but I'm talking through my kick. I was on Rubelicious Rose yesterday. No. So, uh, weren't we? Weren't we? <laughs> weren't we all? So, yeah, so I like the trial. Uh, didn't, first up, didn't back, too, didn't back it first up, um, first but Moral B. And yesterday, moral beat again. Moral beat again. Mm-hmm. So Steve Parnham, third time lucky, hopefully. But yeah, mm-hmm. he's not having much luck on that horse. Kyle, we can get Kyra on next start, maybe. Cliff Green, where, yeah. where are you? Yeah, well, hopefully Cliffy's a uh, listener of the podcast, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll send you a little one-one uh, uh, little gift pack or something. But no, I shouldn't try and bribe him. <laughs> Horses to follow for me. A uh, um, couple of horses went around in Bunbury Maidens that were uh, nice runs for, as an eye to their next start. Horse called Lonsdale Lady ran third in the um, Western Chant uh, Saturday Sun Maiden last Sunday, and I didn't mind the run of a horse. I liked its trial, and I didn't mind the debut uh, run of a horse called Sweet Strawberry yeah. for Brock Lefway. Yeah. Uh, Clint Johnson Porter was doing its best work late, so those two look like they've got a win in them next start or, or the start after. So I'd be following those two. Closely. That was a uh, strong maiden too. Yes, the Sweet Strawberry. Race. I always like to find um, so some maidens tend to have obviously a stack of winners coming from in the following few starts and I think that was a, a maiden you can really look at as a good form line going forward to other maidens yep so um yeah no I'm with you I'm with you there uh, I'm with you there Bernard uh got some found a couple of trialers uh coming out of the Lark oh, Hill top notch trialers top notch yep. trialers coming yeah. out of the Lark Hill December 16 uh set and both of those horses are actually racing at Bunbury on Saturday both Adam Durant horses they might even race in the same colours as well Nahachi Nahachi mm. yeah Nahachi and Sans Lassou both nice trialers on the day both racing first up at Bunbury this, sun, this Sunday um, markets aren't out so I can't give you any indication just yet but uh, I thought their trials were both really uh, really uh, decent really quality trials Nuhachi will be really hard to beat on Sunday Sans Lassur just waiting to see what price she comes up at so um, they're both racing first up at Bunbury on Sunday anyone else got any trialers? Uh, no I don't have a trialer for you Beige do you have a trialer crew? Uh, not so much a trialer but Free Trade did go around the other day oh, and we excited? Uh, I think yeah Kira's uh, speaking very highly of it so okay. might be a horse to follow yeah right it might be, yeah, it might be a horse to follow uh, one for Sunday uh, pending prices, we want to see best part of double figures, but um, Kira's actually rode it last start and she's not this start, so I'm not sure whether uh, she was offered the ride. She's uh, riding another horse in the race, but Peggy's joy for uh, Brucey Watkins. I thought uh, found a bit of traffic last start in the straights, and um, yeah, I think it's one that might slip under the markets, uh, under the guard of a few bookmakers. So uh, if you can shop it around 10 to 1, I'd, I'd be having something uh, each way for um, on Peggy's joy on Sunday. For if we do our ass on the Saturday beach, so just we've got something to look forward to. It's always important to have something to look forward to going forward. It really uh, softens the blow if you had a tough day on the punt. Also, we had one. Uh, we started a new segment last week. Whatever happened to? Yes. Uh, and we were wondering whatever happened to Cryptic Wonder. We got a, we got a bit of mail from a spy during the week to suggest that this horse was in work and it wasn't far off trialing. And then Jay Rooney added us on Twitter to confirm that Cryptic Wonder has in fact been nominated for the trials on Monday. So, so two horses that we've pegged for in the what whatever happened to segment, Rationale and Cryptic Wonder, are both trialing at Lark Hill on Monday. 
Mm -hmm. So keep an eye out for both of those. I imagine both three-year-olds are probably heading in a Magic Millions type direction. I believe direction. that's what Cryptic Wonder is doing. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we've, we've had a few listeners uh, send, send through some whatever happened to that we're going to chase up. But Cripper actually um, mentioned my whatever you happened that, to. No, Sorry you're right. Uh, whatever happened to was free trade. I was uh, Every time I look at done some stage man form for any of the features during the spring for a couple of months only been happen for a couple of months yeah. but i was just wondering um what what sort of races it was it was going to target so he's what, had what a distances as well because yeah they, they, they sort of got it up towards the mile did it win yeah, over it a mile raced over a mile yeah. yeah so he's a really from the michael lane stable obviously as gripper mentioned uh really nice horse free trade um so look out for him he's, he's trialing at lucky on monday as well so that brings us to the end of the podcast, I think. Yeah, it certainly does. Thank you to uh, Cripper for coming along and uh, sharing his thoughts. It's been uh, very interesting to hear the uh, the insight from, um, from as I said, one of, uh, I like to call him WA's best sniper. <laughs> Tremendous, uh, rarely misses around that three, four, five, six dollar mark. And uh, yeah, we uh, we appreciate you coming along, Crip, and, uh, and sharing your insights and into life into being a um the life of a jockey manager as well and especially of one that's um really finding some um some good some good form at the moment so any trainers out there listening make sure you put Kyra on your horse in the coming mm-hmm. weeks Cripple uh you can find him on Twitter I'm sure his uh, phone number's on there and uh yeah let's get, let's get Kyra a few city winners in the coming weeks mate. how does that uh, sound that'd be the dream so yeah. let's do it but uh no nah, thanks a lot boys for having me on I've really enjoyed the last hour or so have we uh four, four and a half four and a half hours yeah peering over and looking at the cricket every so often <laughs> as well so yeah no i uh the hangover is getting slightly better as well boys so thanks for dealing with me while through the last uh, period of time beach done well yeah anyway guys uh best of uh best of luck on the weekend um good luck to snippy miss knocking off uh prim and proper <laughs> the race that'll uh the stop the podcast you'll, i think you'll I'm, need uh, it yeah i think i might need it actually now i'm, uh, I'm starting to doubt myself um which is uh you got to back yourself good you friend, do as once told but uh good luck to everyone on the weekend good luck to kyra you on uh rebel night on um saturday as well if uh if she does knock us off uh, if we do lose that race i hope it's kyra that knocks us off and uh <laughs> bittersweet yeah bittersweet exactly right uh until next week on the one one.